Alrighty, what is going on everybody? It's Sunday, and you know what that means. I'm your host, Shut Up Danny, coming to you live from studio. What studio am I in? I cannot remember which one I'm in here. See Ham, help me out here. I think you're in studio uh six. Studio six? Alright. Hold on, let me look at the door real quick. <laughs> While he's doing that, it's your boy C Ham. You already know you can't spell champion without it. Welcome, welcome. It's Studio 6. Alright, cool. Checked and balanced. Welcome in, folks. Alright, I'm in... Yep, I'm in the right studio. Alright, cool. I had to talk to uh, Melissa down in the hallway. <laughs> but what is going on, you guys? It is the debut episode of The Marks Men Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Shut Up Danny TTV, and I am joined by the ever-most popular, indescribable, unstoppable himself, the man who brings you the best... Pro wrestling action on fire pro wrestling himself. A man that needs no introduction, but he gets one anyways. Ladies and gentlemen, it is your boy, C. Ham, ladies and gentlemen, in the building. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind, you're far too kind. Too much pleasantries, man. You, you, you're making my name too over right now. I gotta, I gotta develop a little bit. Look, man, you know how it is, man. You gotta <laughs> give that love out here, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. I love being here. Marksman time, marksman gang. Absolutely, and real quick, I just want to take a quick opportunity shout out our sponsors, man. We got Ray's Energy. You yep. are, I'm sipping on that delicious uh, South Beach flavor right now. I heard they dropped I was gonna the say, hot. I was going to say, I love the color of the can that you were holding just oh, now. Crisp. Uh, they did drop a holiday flavor, which I am actually, your boy's going to partake in here just a few days when I get the order in. Also, as well, our good friends over at Player One Coffee for all your coffee needs. Also, hot cocoa because... Time the season as well. Also, mm. shout out to Mr. C. Ham as well at Champions Must Die because you can't spell champion without C. Yeah! Also, as well, shout out to our moderator who's not here today, but will be here soon in a future later episode, Mr. Jump Boost Gaming, aka Pokey Tommy, for all your he's, Pokemon needs as well. Also, he's as with well, us in spirit. Yes, he is here. He's up there somewhere with the great Kahooty. <laughs> Also, as well, uh, if you are a big Pokemon fan as well, you can head on over to Potown stores, use promo code JUMPBOOST, save yourself 5% off all your orders for all your Pokemon TCG needs as well. And uh, real quick, the biggest reason why we're here today, uh, the chat is also, or podcast is brought to you for the main. Uh, we're just here to give you our insights on your weekly news for professional wrestling from pay-per-views to Monday Night Raw, uh NXT, Dynamite, Impact, New Japan, MLW, SmackDown, Rampage, whatever it is that we see with wrestling, you guys will get the news every week when we bring it on to you on the air. And I don't want to waste much time, but let's go ahead and let's get right into it, Seaham. Let's do it. Past Sunday, saw Survivor Series. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I I only had three matches on that card I was really... Mm -hmm. 100%. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Damian Priest. Uh, RK Bro versus the Usos, and the main event, which was Big E versus Roman Reigns. Those were the only three matches on the card myself that I, that had my interest. Dang, you had two more. You had two more matches than I did in, in my brain that I had of interest. Well, I was only interested in Charlotte and Becky. Really, Charlotte and Becky was your yes, and I'll tell you why. Please, please. I wasn't. I wasn't interested in Roman and Big E, and that's not to take anything from either of the athletes because I love Big E. That's my dude. But I knew the writing was on the wall. I knew how it was going to be booked no matter how good the match was. I knew the outcome before it happened. I knew, you know, 
Roman was gonna, you know, look big. He was gonna look strong. Roman was gonna look good, baby. Absolutely, so, I mean, man. And but but here's my thing. Now nobody can say Big E does not to be deserve to be in the main event picture because he put on agreed. a hell of a masterclass match with Roman Reigns. Even in agreed. defeat, you cannot say that the WWE Championship is below the Universal ever, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. He solidified his position as champion. He showed that he deserves to be uh, a main guy, a top guy, somebody that the the company can rely on to put some booties in the seats. Honestly, oh, hundred percent. Um, outside of that, uh, when I talk, I saw, I said, uh, RK Bro and the um, the Usos, they had a really good match. That match was good. It, See, I was I wasn't expecting much from that match, but it was one of those ones that really reeled me in. And then, um, again, you talked about Charlotte and Becky. I like, love that. That match had so much heat. You, you needed to just go ahead and you had to go nuts with it. You had to mm-hmm. legitimately let them just do whatever. It was, it was one of those matches where it's few and far between where we have those matches still today in like the post-Kayfabe era where the lines are still blurred that you don't know if is this real or do they really like hate each other? Like I love whenever that comes into play and that was so evident in their match. And I think what kind of warped the entire event for me is the fact that that match started it out and every match after that, I was just still thinking about that match. It was such a good match. It had such a lasting impact on me when I watched it. And one of the biggest things, like I was sitting there and I was watching with my, we both said it too. They're throwing bombs. Yeah. There, there, there. There's no, there's no pulled punches here. They're shooting at, at each all. other. There were some potatoes thrown for sure. Oh, 100 percent, and you could see it too. But one thing I actually thought was going to happen, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I legitimately thought Charlotte was going to pull an Austin Aries, like what happened at Bound for Glory a couple years ago. On take the finish. Window? Yep, take the finish. No, no sell. sell it and dip out. I 100 percent thought that was going to happen, but but she didn't. I respect her. I say that says a lot for her character. Like I, I respect Charlotte so much as a competitor, even regardless of how she felt personally. Hundred percent. So we got that out of the way. We got Survivor Series out of the way. But for me personally, I'm gonna give it a five out of ten. And it, the build, there was no build. There was no yeah. true build for me, and that's what really hurt it for me. I legitimately <laughs> almost said I wasn't gonna watch it. Yep. But those three matches is what saved it for me. And I'm, I'm glad I actually did tune in to watch it. Um, yeah, but now I would agree. Let's get on over to Monday Night Raw. Um, we saw really something big different happen on Monday Night Raw. So I'm gonna get, just get right into this one. First off, I'm right in. Fat Riddle. Mm-hmm. Fat Riddle. I, please do not break them up anytime He's soon. He's a superstar. Dude, I, this is. I, I love. I love him so much, and it was. Um, I don't think I intended to enjoy him as much as I do, but I felt like it's one of those situations where you stick him with just the right person or just the right scenario. And he just excels. And that's what he's done. He just like, can't do any wrong in this position right now. Oh, 100%. everything he does is entertaining. And here's my thing. Like, I loved it when he like started, when like, it first started out and I'm like, yeah. okay, you know, how's Randy really going to take part of this? And like mm-hmm. when he starts going, like you know, we can go ahead, we can get like the snakes with the hats and, yeah. the, sco- and the scooter we with the snakes. Bro, I was I was dying every dude. week. Like this, and, dude, I was like, you can genuinely tell that Randy's starting to enjoy it more and more and more. The more he works with him, you could just see it. Oh, dude, like, like that's one thing. Like, uh, Dan Bino and I were talking about. Uh, we talk about it all the time at work. Like how 
Like, what's the biggest thing that keeps you watching this program? For us, mm-hmm. it's RK Bro. We yeah, for sure. Absolutely love RK Bro. We'd love to see what we really want to know what Riddle's gonna do next. Yeah. Randy Orton being that mentor to him, we know that Randy can play both sides. You know of the what to court. expect. You know what to expect. Exactly. So for me, seeing Riddle dress up like Randy Orton and then Randy so saying, and he said, "You don't want to be in my head." And he goes, "Bro, I'm already there." And that that popped me so when hard. He, like when he give, I love when he trades the mustache. <laughs> oh my god, that is so good. That is such a good TV. That's such a good TV. That was one. That's probably the one of the the better things of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, uh, that's really good TV. Hey, <laughs> give me one quick second. I'm gonna hit the intro video real quick. I have a. We'll be Handle right business. back, guys. Apologies about that. Apologies about that. No, you're good, dude. But uh, no, like, and then uh, moving on from that, uh, we had the Raw Women's, we had the Women's Tag Team, I almost said Raw Women's Tag Team. They're for all brands, supposedly. We've seen the women's titles change hands. Queen Zelina and Carmella beating Super Brutality. Um, I love Zelina. 100%. When she's, now that she's back in the WWE and Mm -hmm. she's, Got that more predominant role. I mm-hmm. and they're giving her a chance to wrestle more. Yes, Wait, she, she needs to wrestle. She's so good in the ring. She is, and that's one thing that when she first came to WWE, I was like, okay, she can work. Let her mm-hmm. let her showcase that. Don't absolutely like. I loved her when they paired her up with Andrade. Absolutely, mm-hmm. but like when Andrade left, it's like okay, now let her let her do her thing. Let her let flourish. Her, yes, let her flourish. Let her be star that she's supposed to be but then mm-hmm. up the ball with her but then when they brought her back and now you have the king of the, the queen of the ring tournament and she went to the finals with dewdrop which i'm gonna get to that in just a second as well um <laughs> dewdrop I, baby stupid i hate it <laughs> to quote jericho right now that was a stupid idea from bad creative mm-hmm. but for zelina to be the first ever bravo Kudos, yep. good job. You made up for something that you fucked up along the way. Yep. And now I'm going to get back to the other point. Dewdrop? Really? That's the best you guys can come up with is Dewdrop? It sounds I mean, like a fucking 80s candy bar. I mean, you know, I mean, what do you expect? I, <laughs> hey, man, you want some of this Dewdrop? Vince? I like that name. That's such good yeah, shit. That's that, sounds, that sounds refreshing. <laughs> but... Outside of that, I, it's good to see those titles actually be Changed now, yeah. yeah, be um, acknowledged and used. Now, here's one thing I want to see: if they're gonna go for them to get them back, I need to see more out of Nikki. Yes, we've seen you as the superhero. Mm-hmm. Show some more aggression. You, Rhea can't be the only one doing like the brutality part. I Where, mean, I mean, you have. To, let me play devil's advocate. Okay, you kind of have. You kind of have to have. 
you kind of have to have a balance in their situation because yes, I do agree with you. She, she does need to show flashes of brutality, but I think if she did it too much, it could be a little bit of overkill. And I think that it's almost like watching a really good action movie and having that one character that has those B roll prompts of comic relief here and there, you need those to like slow the pace of the action because when Rhea Ripley gets in there, you already know what it is. It's going to be bang, 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 balls to the wall. Everybody's getting dropped down. Right. So it's like, I, I feel like, I feel like she slows the pace of that without being as aggro. So it's kind of, it's kind of needed in to a degree. Right. And, but it's like, to me, it's like, okay, you guys just lost the titles. Yeah. You were the one to take the fall. Obviously, yeah. you know, that's going to cause some kind of tension between Rhea and Nikki now. Now, is this where we're going to see some little bit, aggression from nikki going forward a little bit to at least balance if there's out. any if there's any point to for her to do it i think this is it this is the moment if they're gonna do it if they're gonna push the button on that they need to do it now now do we see potential dark nikki girl like a villain like, i hope not because i feel like that's too on the nose i don't want to see that i don't want to see that because it's I feel like it would take away from the aesthetic of what they're going for as a team. It's like, it's like, you know, the, the perfect yin and yang. If she's going to go dark, it's like, what's the point of having that? You're going to have two dark on dark. Well, maybe then have Rhea be the light. Nah, nah, man. I don't want to see that. <laughs> no, you don't think that'd mesh really well? Mm-mm. No, because it they have a good dynamic going. It's just what the problem is, is a lack of talent to book against. That's what's wrong. There's not there's not a big enough women's tag team division to have women's tag titles. That's my gripe about it. There isn't. Like you have especially with the releases that have occurred this year alone. I don't even want to get into that because we'll be we'll portion. be here we'll be here all night for that. That's a big portion in their women's division. Oh yeah. And then, like just like the name of few of the talent like you you got rid of like got rid of Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Got rid of Ember Moon. Wait, she got it. She got re- when did she get released? Yeah, she got released two releases ago. I uh, I missed that one. Uh, the release where um, let me see. There was a bunch of uh people from NXT. Oh, with Karrion Cross, she got released the same time Karrion Cross did. Okay, so maybe I was just kind of fucked up from that one when you know yeah. hearing Karrion Cross got released the same time. Scarlett, yeah, Keith Lee, Nia Jax. I probably just Ember Moon her. was in there too. Yeah. This is why. Yeah. This is why you can't do like if you put all of those giant factors into one, some people are gonna get over overlooked on that. And now yep. that I got that refresher, I'm like, wow. I'm I was wondering why I haven't seen her so long. I think a lot of it has to do with um the revamping of NXT as well. Cause I one one thing I'm noticing in NXT is that it seems like they're trying to go away from how aggressive they were when they were the black and gold era. It's like they're trying to pander more to the PG crowd, but still hold on to some of that aggressive wrestling style. And I don't think it's working very well because I haven't been entertained since they've transitioned to NXT 2.0 personally. For me, it's it been hit or miss for NXT with me, which now mm-hmm. brought up NXT. Like way over into NXT. Um, there have been a lot of new characters brought in to NXT. Mm-hmm. And some of them I'm absolutely enjoying. Like right now, my favorite right now in NXT is Tony D'Angelo. Tony D'Angelo is cool. I like Chick. I like uh, Trick and Mellow as well. Yep, Carmelo Hayes, um, uh, Trick Williams. Yeah, I like I, I like them. They're they're a good they're a good team and they're good as soloists. 
And the women's division has seen a great increase in NXT, which yep. was needed. Which I will say I'm actually happy that Mandy Rose yeah, she's great going there. back to NXT was, was one of the best thing things for her. for her. Perfect. It was just like Finn Balor going back to NXT. It was best case scenario. I, I felt like that was such good timing. And she's holding her place in that role very well. Absolutely. Very, very believable champion. Absolutely. And now you give her two young superstars be and Gigi yeah. Dolan, formerly known as Priscilla Kelly, and then JC Jane, mm-hmm. now learning under Mandy Rose with toxic attraction. That's probably one of the best things right now in the women's division for NXT. In the in the women's division period in WWE, I would say. Yeah, we, yeah, we going up there. Um yeah. but then you still got Raquel Gonzalez, you still got Dakota Kai. Um they'll have uh the return of Dakota Kai post injury has been amazing. Yes. Dakota Kai I have been saying it since back when the UK days for NXT. Yeah. Uh, w, yeah, for NXT and WWE. I, when I got introduced to the UK scene, yeah, I fell in love with a whole crop of talent: mm-hmm. Storm, the Ripley, the Kai, uh, Jenny, uh, what was what's her other uh, Zaya Brookside? Zaya Brookside, she one. she's Another amazing. One. Like, if they know how to use the right talent for that, you can build a like the foundation for moving forward. But yeah. it's like. Don't fall back when something goes wrong. Just fix it and keep it going. Yep. That's happening a lot. They're backtracking a lot. And one thing that I love that I'm seeing the consistency in still is Tommaso Ciampa is champion. I don't feel like there's anybody more deserving in uh, NXT than he as champion. Um, he holds he holds the belt to a great standard, and it makes it feel like it's an important thing to go after. I, I will say this. Tommaso Ciampa is one of the last gatekeepers. Original NX. Yeah. Because Gargano, there's not very many left. But but speaking of Gargano, he just only signed a week extension for his contract, which runs out after takeover. Let's get out of here, bud. Let's get out of here, bud. But then here's the thing, but there's also four more talent on top of him that the contracts are running out here real soon. Let's get out of here, buds. Candice LeRae. Let's go. Kyle O'Reilly. Let's go. Oh, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly's done. Yep, you got Gargano. Mm-hmm. And then they were talking about... Um, Kevin uh, Owens is in January, too. Yep, Kevin Owens, is his contract's running out. Sami Zayn's contract's running out. And Let's no- get out of here. El Generico, return, baby. And it's like, none of these guys have been... None of these people have been talking about doing, like, any sort of, like, contract talks or negotiations or wanting to resign or anything like that. And right. But now that's just my thing is like this with this going into 2022 mm-hmm. with all these names that you're now losing out on going from from the E, you have a plethora of options of where they're going to go. They doesn't have to just be AEW. There's which, so much out there. There's such such good promotions. which I, like I'll bring up right now, formerly known as Bronson Reed. Now, Jonah, he's been at New Japan and he's mm-hmm. been at Impact. He's going to be it. on Impact this Thursday night talking about what he did to Josh Alexander, which right now with him being an Impact, they mm-hmm. need another monster because all you have right now is Moose. That's it. Which, they need more. Which Moose right now and, is... And Sammy Callahan keeps disappearing in and out of the, the picture. The hell's he, going on with him? He actually He's injured. He actually uh, broke his ankle. Actually. Dang. I know. I, I love me some Sammy. I... Fun fact, actually, meeting Sam, actually being in a couple locker rooms, 
about my rep. Dude, such a cool, such a like. Sammy is one of those guys that you could actually sit there and like yes around with, and he'll do it back, and it's all great fun as well. Yeah. Um. I just don't like the way that he was released so uh, unceremoniously. They did him kind of filthy. They did do him. Yeah. Especially being someone of foreign descent, you know, so like visas and thing being an issue with him trying to go back to his home country and stuff like that. That was it's kind of screwed up. Yeah. Um. Another thing as well. Um. Where we jump into going to AEW. Um. With at, at NXT, you have the the War Games matches coming up this mm-hmm. upcoming Sunday. Um, yep. The four gatekeepers versus the four team old team. Team NXT versus NXT 2.0 as they're dubbing. We've been mm-hmm. dubbing it. Um, one match I do want to see before Gargano's gone. I actually voted on this. I want to see Gargano take on Tony D'Angelo. I think Gargano can lead him around. Mm-hmm. Have a really fun match for the advantage. I agree. And then uh, Johnny Gargano, in my opinion, just can't have a bad match no matter who, what body type he's fighting against. That dude can just wrestle. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, so now with that being said, um, it's going to be very interesting to see this week you know, with Raw, NXT before TakeOver, mm-hmm. uh, Dynamite, Impact now, then back down to Rampage, and then MLW as well fit there. Uh, I love MLW. I'm so glad you brought that up. Dude, MLW. I, fun fact about MLW, I actually came across that. On, as messing around on YouTube, I was not even looking for it intentionally. Stumbled on it on accident. Yep. I the was... only re- the only reason why I know about MLW is because a lot of people that used to wrestle there are, I mean, that used to wrestle in Lucha Underground are currently there. So I was a huge Lucha Underground mark. And oh, I dude, just so was I. A bunch of them on Twitter. So that's how I found out about MLW. Dude, Lucha Underground was so fun to watch. Dude, we just talked about that uh, a couple episodes ago. It was like that. That show needs its just due. Like that was such a good time period for wrestling. It was, and like it, it was a, it was an alternative. Yeah, it was a different it was a great alternative. alternative, and it was so different from the programming you're used to seeing if you're watching WWE TV. Like it was, it was, it was on the perfect station. I'll say that because you know El Rey was good for having those like those uh, B movies and the so bad that they're good films. Yeah. A lot of the elements of like the backstage and stuff for Lucha Underground was like that. And I think that's what made me love it even more. And like a lot of the characters on Lucha, mm-hmm. I, I ended up following those on, on the outside of it. And yeah. it, it was great to like see those, that crop of talent that there was there. Some and, interesting characters. Oh, a hundred percent. And it's like now that unfortunately with everything that's happened with Lucha, Around being gone, mm-hmm. um, being that some of the talent has gone to other promotions, it makes it work because I can still see the people I love to watch. Hell yeah, because I love watching me some uh, Marty the Moth Martinez. Oh, dude, I and I love watching Mil Muertes. Dude, Mil Muertes is one of my favorite. Was one of my favorites loved in Lucha. Loved him. Loved him to death. Now that he's in MLW, I'm happy that I get to see him again. And Dario Cueto, but what's his name in MLW? Uh, Caesar Duran. Caesar, yeah, there it is. There it is. He He's al- so good. He's he will, so good. He will always be Dario Cueto to me because that, me too. That's just that's just not what I know him as. I can't take him serious as Caesar Duran. I love it, Dario. It, that's it, such a good name though, too. Dario Cueto. It's such a good name. Right. And 
you'll always be El Jefe. Mm -hmm. Um, so segueing out of NXT, uh, we go into AEW from this past week uh, for the Thanksgiving edition. Amazing. Punk and MJF. Amazing. That is how you make a promo segment. Don't get no announcers involved. You let the two the two the two superstars do what they do on the stick. Give them the stick and move away. And let the crowd love it or hate it. That was that was a master class in cutting a promo live. Like uh, my son, my three year old understood what he was seeing. He was just glued to the TV, just like (laughs) I was like, son, keep your eyes peeled, man. You're watching masters at work right here. And And you could tell that you could tell that these guys had no conversation with one another before they went into it. They just went out there and just like, let's free ball it. I, I loved it. So I was sitting here um, playing Halo with Rob and Tommy, and I had one headset in. I had one earbud in from my AirPods, and I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. And when I heard those, I stopped what I was doing to just like go. Dude. How can you not? Did he just say so what good. I thought he just said? So good. There was there wasn't a portion of that promo not worth listening to. Oh, and like from both sides, a hundred percent. And now, it's there's a way you can build a story without having them physically touch. And this is what they're doing. AEW does a really good job of building the story. They they take their time. They're in no rush for the payoff because they know however long they wait, the payoff is going to be that much more important. And, and on top of that as well, it's like outside of like your TV specials that they have, you, yeah. they only have four pay-per-views. I love that. They have Revolution, you have Double or Nothing, you got All Out, and you got Full Gear. You got your mm-hmm. little TV specials that you throw on every here and there. It's um, no oversaturation. No. And that's like, and now for next year with like the WWE, they went from this past year, 14, 15 pay-per-views down to nine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so now you guys are catching on to the, oh, we don't need to push out as many pay-per-view every month. No, because if you do that, you literally only have between 21 to 24 days to write a story. Yeah. Like, and how how are you going to build off of that? And I think another part that plays into that small portion is how much revenue that they seen that they saved from not traveling and renting out venues as much as they did last year, because they're coming off a record year of money made as a company. And it's because of that exact fact, they didn't have as much uh, engagements as they would normally. So that's probably paying into the factor going into next year. They're like, Hmm, should we keep some of these uh, costs cut or should we just go back up to spending massive bucks on these events? So Hundred percent, and like, and now here's my thing. Now moving this upcoming week for Dynamite, you mm-hmm. got already like three matches that I'm already looking forward to as well. You got Brian versus Allen Five Angels, the next mm-hmm. member of the Dark Order. I just want to just want to shout out Brian Danson. He's my number one favorite wrestler in the world right now. He has been for a while. Dude, Brian can play both sides of the character so He's good. so well. He's so snarky. You can't hate it. He's so snarky, and it's just like. It's delivered so well. It's like, damn it. This dude's really getting into me. <laughs> it's like, um, you can't deny it. And then you got the last round in the quarterfinal rounds of the TBS championship. 
uh, Ruby Soho versus Chris Statlander, which this is the match I've been waiting for. It's going to be good. Real quick, though. Yes. How do you feel about how do you feel about the TBS title itself? Do you feel like do you feel like they have a, a bolstered enough women's roster to have a second title? And also, how do you feel about the on brand name of the TBS title? So I don't hate the idea of it. Because yes, you do have Dr. Britt Baker, DMD at the top. You have she's the she's your she's your number one. Mm-hmm. And you can you can have like a secondary option with that title uh with the TBS championship, but then this is where you can evolve that to as well. Think of it like the X Division title for uh for women for, but from Impact Wrestling. Option okay. C. You can choose to defend that title or you can choose mm-hmm. to give it up, challenge and for Dr. Ch- ah. challenge Dr. Britt Baker. That like- would be an idea I would personally run with. I like that. Um, which, you know, because now it's like, okay, I was the first ever TBS champion, blah, blah, blah. I want hand this over because I want your belt. Right. Brit, and oh, so on and so forth or oh, some whatever kind of way they can spin it to me. That'd um, be cool. That's something that I personally would like to see happen. Um, well, I just for, don't like the fact that they called it the TBS title. It, like, it's obviously because of the, the network they're going to. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like they they got too carried away with the fact that the TNT title works. Like the TNT title is one of those few scenarios where you can be extremely on brand, but it's still kind of cool. Yeah, and the belt actually looks cool, but like I feel like this TBS belt, man, it looks cheesy, and it it does not need to be called that. And furthermore, in my opinion, I don't think they have a thick enough women's roster to be having a second belt. Well, I mean, they have no star power. Britt Baker's back has to be hurting dra- dramatically from how hard she's carrying this damn women's roster. Dude, like without a without a doubt, like don't get me wrong, I'm again a huge fan of Britt Baker, but yeah. you do there is other talent as well that even if they they don't. Uh, hold up to the the uh, the main women's title. You could still have them go with that TBS title. Ruby Soho, a Statlander. But are people gonna care? Is my point. See, that now that's an that's an interesting that is a point. Are us as fans, as the consumers for the brand, are we really gonna care enough for that title belt for whoever holds it? Yeah, because I feel like I I'm just being honest here. I feel like I barely care when the main women's title is defended on AEW. Like, it's very it's very weird for me. WWE, I only care about watching the women's matches now. AEW, I just don't... I, I'm not entertained as much when I'm watching them. And I think it's because there's a lack of star power. There's a lack of development in their women's division as far as characters and people that I'm going to, like, latch onto and give a crap about. Fair point. But, for like, for me, I I'll give them... I'm not gonna say it's my piss break. Not. Yeah. No. Um, right. Right. I don't want to. I don't want to disrespect it and say like I don't watch the matches because I'm watching all the matches. Right. But I'm just like <sighs> DMD again. Like, come on. I need to see something else. But I will say this though. Interesting fact though. Riho is three and zero against Doctor Britt Baker. So with her going up against. Yeah, Britt Baker at a later she's time. Been, she's maybe been not wrestling as, a lot on Dark lately too. Like it's like they're getting her ready to like have some big matches coming up. Exactly. So it's like 
they may not like have that match anytime soon, but like if they have it like at Revolution, okay, yeah. now that you're you're telling the perfect story with that one is because like, oh, that'll, hey, give us a re- that'll give us a reason to care. Exactly because it's like, oh, Britt, remember you've never beat Riho, so maybe she has yeah. your number. Oh True. shit, she does. Yeah, back factor. I, and, and I think us as consumers, we love when the champion is in danger, regardless of heel or face. If they see a, a competitor that has a chance to defeat him like i felt like brian was like that right before he left wwe he gave people a scare when he thought he was yo he might beat roman like i felt like a lot of people felt like that i don't feel like they have that character right now but now that you mentioned rio that is that is something they could work towards if they develop that storyline i honestly knowing them they have that free range to do they have their own creativity to it I yeah. don't. I don't have a doubt with that. I think they'll be able to capitalize on that perfectly fine. Yeah. Um. But yes. Um. I think they do have a lot of work with the TBS style for the, the secondary titles. Yes. Yeah. You are going to need to bring in some female. Some power I think they could that. benefit from Ember Moon being released. They need to snatch her up. They yeah. need a, a a B to A tier like women's wrestler to bring some more popularity. Like here's my thing. Like you had you have Santana Garrett who you use on Dark here. Mm-hmm. You had Mercedes Martinez. You had her. You mm-hmm. but now you let her go to Impact Wrestling. Um, you still have Ember Moon out there. You can bring in Mia Yim. You can bring Mia her in as too. well. Taya Valkyrie too has been released. Yeah, yes, you can bring in Taya, a former mm-hmm. Knockouts champion who actually, you know, I enjoyed her work in the Underground. Lucha that's Underground. How got, that's how I got introduced to Taya. Same. So it's like you can bring her in. You can bring in Ember Moon. You could yep. bring um you could actually bring Santana Garrett up and use her a little bit more frequently. Then True. you throw in your Nyla Rose, you throw in your uh your Ruby Soho, your Chris Statlander, Dr. Britt Baker, Riho, and so on and so forth. And then you actually have like a rotation uh, of yo, don't be leaving out my girl Jamie Hater, bro. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> yes. Jamie, Jamie Hater, Hater she, bro. She needs more minutes. <laughs> For more reasons than one. Yes. <laughs> That's why we're friends. <laughs> Bro, absolutely. And I will tell you this right now. Myself, Tommy, yep. and Robert will tell you this right now. We need more Jamie Hayter. More Jamie Hayter on TV all the time. Thank and you. I, I'll be honest right now. With what happened in the TBS Championship, mm-hmm. she might actually go after Dr. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. I would, I would love to see that. And I would I, love to see that. And I was about to say, and I forgot one as well. Thunder Rosa. I love oh, Thunder, Thunder Rosa. Rosa. Thunder Rosa is good, too. She's not... I don't, I don't, I don't love her character wise, but she's an amazing wrestler. I will say that. And there I love go. it. She reminds me of Sexy Star, though. I think that's why she annoys me. I did, I had a deep disdain for Sexy Star. I don't want, I don't want to cross that bridge. That's, yeah, for, that's please, for a later. Leave. That's for a later Wait, episode, let's, bro. Let's just keep, <laughs> keep, that, keep, keep those bad vibes out of here. And then, um, <laughs> back to the other match on uh, Dynamite. It's Sting and Darby Allen versus the Gun Club. Bolton Gunn and Billy Gunn, both undefeated Dude. teams going at one another. Um, Can we talk about how Darby Allen just came out like a torpedo and, and, killed, just, and took oh, out Austin? Just murdered him. Bro, <laughs> he hit him so hard, I yelled out, Crazy. he needs some milk. Dude, and that caught me so off guard. Like, my, my son was like, Dad. I was like, I'm sorry. That just, I wasn't <laughs> expecting to see him torpedo him like that. <laughs> Bro, like he hit him so hard. 
Dude, he, that was he put him. That to was the head butt hurt round the world for sure. Somebody like he, he just like you know what? Fuck it, dude. I respect it. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um, for that, I honestly think that I will definitely say that we see that match. That's gonna be a dusty match, or even a match is gonna get thrown out. So yeah. both teams keep their validity for being undefeated. Yeah, but um, you know, if I do have to say we're gonna get upset, it will be the Gun Club dirty. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I could totally see that. All right. Well, we got, we got AEW out of the way. Um, MLW, Jacob mm-hmm. Fatu and Contra. Yo, the Fatu name is getting up is getting out there. Dude, I, I am a big fan of Jacob. Yeah, he's good. Dude, I, hundred percent. He does not need to go to the E. Dude, Please don't. keep him away. You see, you see what you see what they did to uh uh what's the what's his name? There's another one from the NOIE family that just came to NXT 2.0. Oh fuck, what's the name? Uh something sci- psycho soy psych something, I don't know. Yeah, but I'm like, no, 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 no. That's not what we needed. That's not what we needed. No. We did not need another like overly Samoan character. Like no, we did not. Just- Let's just let the man come out there and do a natural gimmick and wrestle. And, like, I, and I, fear, I fear they're going to shut his mouth. They're going to like try and like make him like baby mean. Please don't. Please like, don't. I don't want that. I don't want that. We, for we him. already had that before and it didn't get anywhere. Yeah, I don't want that for him. <laughs> if we, uh, you know, go back about 20 years ago. <laughs> but um, yeah, like me, Jacob Fatu, like anywhere he goes outside of MLW, like he goes to fucking. I could see him in Impact. I could see him in Impact for sure. I, I would love to see him fight Chris Bay. I would love to see him go to New Japan, honestly. Yeah. Him and Jeff Cobb would have a hell of a match. Oh, that would be solid. I would, solid. That, that one right there would already have me. Stuck. But then you got to just add extra match to that one as well. Yeah. Um, Alexander Hammerstone is now is the heavyweight champion. Um, got Matt Cross there. You have Neil Muertes. Uh, no muertes, baby. Yeah, Myron. Re- I, is Myron Reed still there? I haven't checked on him lately. Last I saw, he was okay. Yeah, you still got Myron Reed there, which is great. Love Myron Reed. Um, Richard Holiday. Uh, there's like some other names. Like I haven't caught MOW in a. Month. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I've just started getting back into it. Yeah, and it's like. I now have to like play catch up because it's like there's so many, so much I think God, thank God for their Instagram. The Instagram keeps me up to date when I miss episodes. That, that, that's exactly so where I go. It's legendary for me. Yo, but, their Instagram is so legendary. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, definitely uh, for me in the future, like for that, um, if I think anybody's going to take the title off Hammerstone, it's got to be Mil. It's got to be Mil Muertes. Something with like Caesar Duran's gonna pull some shady stuff like he did back in the back in Lucha. Mm-hmm. Some funny stuff. Have that happen, Mil Muertes, and the whole freaking like the Azteca fucking thing's gonna be a big bra thing I'm, there. I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. I'm here for all the Mil Muertes shenanigans. Which again, they brought something back. Katrina. Katrina. Yeah. Which I seen that when they had their the big. Uh, for the fight between Fatu and Hammerstone, the casket match between uh, Meal and um, the UFC guy, um, oh, um, Tom Lawler. That's what it, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filthy yep, yep. Tom. 
wow, God, that's how long I've been out of this. But to see her come back, that just adds that extra element to what was the. It makes it makes me weary. Like, what's going on? Exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. Also, as well, I'm back to got to circle back again. Uh, back to loot uh, with Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. On Helico. Ooh. Guy, I loved him there, but it's like they're not doing anything with him. No. What the hell? I mean, I don't know, man. He I, can I work. He, he definitely can work, but I don't know what it is. It's something about him that just, it's just not, it seems like he's trying too hard to be over. Is it is it because it he's paired with Jack Evans? Is that why people don't? I don't like that pair. I've never liked that pair, to be honest with you. At, at first I did, but then I'm like, and Helico outshines Jack. He does. Why? It's like, break them apart. Let, let them go their own ways. I guarantee we, I would like to see Angelico versus uh, Sammy Guevara. I feel like what might be the problem is Angelico lacks personality. And Jack Evans is the one that has like the mouth and on Helico just comes out there. I mean, not to take anything from Jack Evans as a competitor too, because he's a really good athlete. But as you said, on Helico constantly outshines him. But and Helico, I don't, I don't see him representing himself well enough on the stick. Yeah, that's probably what a lot of it has to do with it. You do each its own. Yeah. Um, cycling back uh, now since we're, we got we covered those. Uh, Impact Wrestling, Chris mm-hmm. Bay. Chris Bay's Love it with Bullet Club. He's the future. 100%. Um, speaking of- I remember when I was first introduced to Chris Bay like two years ago, and I was just like, why have I never seen this human being wrestled before? I, fun, funny thing is, I actually, little side story here, I actually got introduced to Chris Bay mm-hmm. when he went up against Ohio native, current X Division champion himself, Trey Miguel. Nice. I was scrolling. Spider Trey. Spider Trey. I was scrolling through Twitter, and I seen you know like a, a fifteen second clip between them at PWG, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, who's this gotta love PWG, bro? <laughs> PWG, bro. Yeah. Uh, when you, see, you see PWG, you know it's PWG. Like, <laughs> I clicked on it and I like saw, it and I'm like, okay, okay, I like I, I like what I see here. And then obviously doing my research like I always do, I found the match. Yep, watched it, loved it, and then me. What I always do, jumped on the phone, texted Trey. I was like, yo, Chris Bay, uh, give me some of like his best matches real quick. Let me I wanna watch check this guy out real quick. Send me like link after link after link after link and Love I'm over Chris. here at work just watching Chris Bay, Chris Bay, Chris Bay. I'm constantly talking up Chris Bay to people that don't watch Impact. I'm like, You haven't been watching Impact lately? They've got a really good program right now. I'm like, Yeah, just look up Chris Bay. That's the first thing I go to. I'm like, look up Chris Bay. So and it's like, and here's my thing as well, like, the, like, and I got a chance to see the walking weapon last, uh, last night. I got to see him live and in person at ESW. Josh Alexander? Yeah. Dude, he's so good. He's good. I got to see him live and in person, man. It was, he was like this close to me. It's like, oh, shoot. This <laughs> Dude, like, I didn't expect him to be like as brolic as he was. <laughs> like, and I'll be honest with you, like, Impact Wrestling now yeah. has a roster that I can get program. behind. It's a good program. Boos has the heavyweight champ. Mm-hmm. Uh, got Trey as the X Division champion. Got the Good Brothers still as the tag champ. Mm-hmm. Um, the inspiration, love, love them. Yes, works. Yes. Um, 
got them as the knockouts tag champ. You got Mickey as a knockouts champ. Then you got Jordan Grace as the digital media champion. I love Jordan Grace. She's a beast. Dude, when I first saw Jordan Grace act, yeah. I'm like, okay. So she's you're now the strong. new dominant woman. Yeah. The impact. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sold so far with what I see. And she's then, great. As time went on with her, like I was just, I've been so invested with her character. I love it. Hell yeah. I'm right with you on that. And then, every every time I see her, I'm like, mm, let me tune in. <laughs> Someone's getting slammed really hard. <laughs> and then, um, what, what, like, what was it? Uh, this pet, like, uh, turning point, like it was a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was like it was a fun card up and down. Uh, from what I was able to watch before, sources cut out on. Can't really get myself in trouble here. I'm there already. <laughs> um, but yeah, like what I was watching and everything was cool. Like. Got Rhino and Heath are back together. Um, Eric Young's got Violent by Design. Uh, Joe Derrick Eric Young is great. Joe Doring and Deaner, which thought I've, I've been on a few, again a few areas with Cody Deaner. Dude's so cool. He so glad Eric Young got a chance to go back to Impact and do worthwhile work. I would like to see him get another run with the with the belt. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Before, before he's done, because he's really good. Mm-hmm. And like when he actually broke out of that scary, when he broke out of that scaredy cat character from back in the day with Team Canada, and yeah. he became what he is now. He can actually put on a really so glad good that match. they started giving him a mic. I was like, "Yep, yep, let him talk. Let that raspy voice come out." It's like <laughs> you believe everything he says. I'm like, "Yep, yep, that's and Eric Young." So, I think what we're gonna see probably in the future, uh, like probably few. Depending on when he comes back from injury, yeah, Moose is gonna defend the title again. I'll say against Josh Alexander, defeat him. Lights are gonna cut out. Lights are gonna come back on, and there's Sammy Callahan. I hope so. Sammy's gonna go ahead and I need go Sammy after back. Moose. He he was great. He was great for that program. I, Sam Sammy was one of my biggest reasons outside of Trey and the Rascals. Mm-hmm. They were there. Uh, shout out to my boy Zach and Dez. Uh. When they were at, when they were on Impact, like those were they were like the main reason why I was watching every week. Yeah. And then um, now another another boy of mine, Sam Sam Beal, he's there. Oh, he's another reason why I tune in outside of like the uh, talented card that they, 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 they the, the staff they already have. Just all in all, right now it's it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. There's it, it's tons of alternatives. Again, it is one hundred percent. A fantastic time to be a wrestling because you don't have to settle. Yeah, the WWE is really not the end all be all. Mm-mm. You can watch such good promotions literally anywhere now. And speaking of promotions, Ring of Honor coming to an end at, at the at final battle. Pain. Poetically j- named final battle for a reason for this. Pain. Look at all the talent that's going to be gone. The Briscoes. That was the first ones I was thinking of, the Briscoes. It's like, now, where are they going to go? A lot of people are saying that they're going to go to GCW. I would love that. Because they, they, they fit they fit in with that. that I would love that. That demographic. That's a big, that would be a big pop for them. Yep. Uh, Tommy, like what Tommy just said in the chat, Jay Lethal, he's gone. He's with AEW. Jay Lethal was my boy. I was so happy that he finally debuted in AEW. I knew he wasn't going anywhere else. I, I'm actually happy that... Uh, 
they did. Uh, Briscoes, yes, the Briscoes are already the GCW Tag Team Champions. Yes, that's yeah, I forgot about that. Yes, but they could, you know, they're probably going to be officially there, dedicated to GCW, and probably like the makes sense. outside of that. It makes sense. You got like other talents, like you got Roosh, you got Shane Taylor promotion, you got Jonathan Gresham. I think Jonathan Gresham is obviously going to go to Impact. Yeah, because him and Jordan Grace are a thing. Makes sense. Doesn't make sense for their situation. Um, another person that this somebody asked me why am I a fan of this guy, but personally, I just love the character Danhausen. Yeah, Danhausen is probably like one of my favorite people to watch because he's it's the character for me that does it. Mm-hmm. Um, I he's he's been making jokes all over his Instagram and his Twitter saying like. Uh, Oh, can't wait to go see my friends over at the uh the uh the all the elites of all wrestlings. Uh, gotta go find Pepsi Man, and I'm over here like talking about Punk. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, and I, that's probably where he's gonna go, and I'm not gonna be mad at it because yeah. if I get a Dan Housen Orange Cassidy match, I'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be great. That would be freaking great. It's just battle the gimmicks, and like I think the crowd's gonna love that. Mm-hmm. Big um, payoff, fan service, hundred percent. Um. But yeah, there's like there's so much crops of talent now that's gonna be leaving Ring of Honor. Can't now wait to just see, open. Cannot wait to see where they land. It's like and I was like, what I just said. WWE not the end all. Yep. Thank goodness. You don't have to go there to think you made it. No, you can yep. go to Impact Wrestling. You can go to AEW. You can go to MLW. You can go to New Japan. Um. Take me to Japan, baby. You have to. If you want to get in that scene, GCW, go there. Matt Cardona, the main reason. He Mm -hmm. went there. Was never a fan of... I never knew he was going to get into that style. Went there, beat Nick Cage. Go to to ESW, and then you'll just get poached by AEW. (laughs) Aimless promotions. Aimless plug right there, ladies and gentlemen. Dude. That's probably what we're all good at right now is Shane. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, that was great. Oh, dude. Um, what a recap. Let's see. We still got uh, two more here to go. Uh, we still got um, SmackDown from this past SmackDown. Week. Yep, we still got SmackDown and Rampage. Um, SmackDown, Pat McAfee, by reason. Yeah, 100%. SmackDown is so boring. It, like, Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me. I'm, okay, I'm we so can. I'm tired of Roman Reigns. Oh, my it's God. Like, I'm so fatigued with Roman Reigns. Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn. Your number one contender. You could running out of options. You're just running out of options at this point. You could have done Jeff Hardy, and he could have. Do you want to see that either? Hold on, hold on. He could have did it. Got screwed over because you know, the Usos, Roman, and this and this and that. Lights cut out, and you hear that infamous Willow laugh. You love, you love lights going out. Other characters, man. You gotta, you gotta set up the build for characters, man. No one wants to see Willow of the Wisp. <laughs> I, he says he wants to bring it at least one time to the WWE. I if if it's if it's no one wants a, to see that trash. Let's be honest. Was I the only? Am I am I the only one who actually liked Willow back in? Yeah, that was. Yeah, man. Nah, you don't need that. <laughs> oh come on now. I, I I actually liked that character. You don't need that, man. Leave that back in the childhood where it belongs. <laughs> 
I just like I don't you could you could do Drew, I guess. That's who it should have been all along. It should have been Drew all along. It was Drew all <laughs> along. That's what it should have been. Why y'all like, waste any time fighting all these other people? Fight Drew McIntyre. Let him beat him because that's the only person that's going to believably beat him and us care. Like, don't bring Brock Lesnar back. Don't bring The Rock back. We don't care about Don't bring John Cena back. We don't want to see none of these part-timers beat Roman Reigns. We want to see a full-timer that we care about get the belt. Or give Seth Rollins the belt because he's the best wrestler y'all have. So would you say that, now, speaking of Seth Rollins, would you want him to dethrone Big E or would you rather have him dethrone Roman? Roman? I don't even want to see him fighting Big E. There's no point. What's the, what? What interest do I have in Seth Rollins versus Biggie? For me, it's long-term storytelling. Biggie beat Seth in his first NXT title. No one's interested in that storyline. Oh, Tommy brings up a, a very interesting part. Cesaro. <laughs> oh yeah, what, what? I mean, okay, can we? What is going on with Cesaro? Period. Why hasn't he had a championship? He loses like, one he, years he gives ago. One title match. Within this past year, he loses it, and now you shift him back down to mid card. Why? He don't belong to. He don't belong there. He no. don't belong to me, bro. C- Cesaro is a so fucking good. workhorse. He don't belong they, to me. I forgot about. They so disrespectful to Cesaro. You know what I? You know what I said? They so no, disrespectful. This is something I actually, I actually was talking this with uh, Stan Bino uh, last week at work uh, for the holidays. They don't want to bring him over because they don't they don't want to commit to him full time. Walter, here's the thing: if Wal- if you're not gonna give bring Walter over, bring yeah. Imperium up from NXT and give them to Cesaro. Right, that'd be cool. I could take that. You could have the Bloodline versus Imperium. <laughs> this is man, your booking is so much better than WWE's booking, but I, I just know they would never go that way. This is what. Been saying they would never go that way. Like I, I literally think you, outside you gotta, of the you gotta, book you gotta, with this. you gotta lay off the lights going out though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, it's, not, my lights are not all up here. Sometimes why the lights keep going on and off. No, but I, I could, I could totally see that. I could totally see them spinning that just for something interesting, something fresh and new. Like that could, and it could work. It could make sense and work. And it's like for me, um. I don't know, man. It's just like, yeah, Roman, longest reigning WWE champion, blah, 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 cool, acknowledge me. They, like, just want, they just wanted to do that to wash up CM Punk's record. That's all. Guess what? You can't back it up without the title defenses. Yeah, it was out of the, it was out of spite. Days mean shit to me if you don't got the defenses to back it up. Mm-hmm. How many times do you defend that title? Exactly. A dozen at least. That's being fair. Trash. And last thing that we talk We've about. acknowledged you. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> last thing to talk about Rampage. Um, past Rampage was all right. Um, main event was Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia. And mm-hmm. I know Daniel Garcia is Savage. really warming up to me. I'm actually getting behind. I watched him last night live too. So he's local. Yeah, he's he um. Is originally from Buffalo. Really? Grapplers Anonymous. He okay. started in ESW. He was the ESW heavyweight champion. He just dropped the title last night to Kevin Blackwood. Okay, okay. But it's like, yeah, like him. Um, 
he's that he, that's one of those guys like AEW has a very bright future with him. Yeah. With 2.0 as well. So it's like I'm actually, you know, they need to they need to ditch 2.0 let Daniel, let Daniel do his own thing. Tommy, I have a bad memory, man. You you know I'm not all there in the head sometimes. Come on now. Come on now. You you think I'd listen? I don't. This is one of the biggest issues that we have all the time with us. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's like I he's really, the champion of like multiple promotions. Actually, I saw he's in like he's the champion of another independent promotion as well. And it's like for me, like you know, yeah, problem two point Let him go on his own. Let him have a good singles run. You know, you can mm-hmm. build you can build him up. Dude's such a good wrestler. Where he can actually go for one of one of the belts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, honestly, he needs to be fighting Sammy Guevara soon. I I I'd love to see that. I'd love to see that on a on a on a pay per view. What do you mean? Put that on a pay per view. That that'll. Oh my god, that will steal the show. Styles yeah. makes fights for me in wrestling. That and when be- you throw somebody like Guevara and a, a strictly mat based wrestler like Garcia, like that's gonna make for tension, and I need to see it. And that's what like that's what like that'd be one of the under the quote unquote undercard matches. Yeah, that people are gonna think that's gonna be the sleeper match, just like Darby Allen versus MJF at Full Gear. You started off with that. Stole the show. Man, I was blown up before. I was blown up after that match. Stole the freaking show. And it was like that. That right there. I'm sold. I'm good. I'm already good. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Let's pack it up. Uh, you know. <laughs> yep. Hey, rush the card. Rush the card. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. Let's go home. R- wrap it up. Let's go. Every match ever played. Schoolboy call it a night. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was great. Absolutely, dude. And hey, for the debut episode. It was actually really good. To, you know, we got that quick recap in there for all the shows and everything. We didn't really spend a lot of time on a lot of things, but hey. I feel like it was smooth. Smooth oh, sailing. Yeah. Had a little, a couple little hiccups here and there, but I think we'll be all right for uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Uh, C-Ham, if you want to go ahead and let the let the world know where they can follow you at. All right. Once again, it's your boy C-Ham. You can't spell champion without it. You can find me at twitch.tv slash pushstartmedianetwork, or you can find me at pushstartmedianetwork.com pushstartmedianetwork.com you guessed it pushstartmedianetwork.com and my personal social medias are c ham mad good easy and ladies and gentlemen you can also follow me on instagram twitter which at shut up danny underscore tt remember if you're not telling me to shut up are we actually really friends marksman gang uh, so ladies and gentlemen it has been your boy danny and it's been c ham We will see you guys next time here on the Marksman Podcast. Remember, stay classy and mark it up. Yeah.